0: Hey, how you doing, everybody? It's Wolfden podcast time. Well, how are you doing today? I can't really move my arms because I have severe sunburn on my shoulder blades. <laughs> what have you? So been So this is good. We're beach people now, Bob. This is what oh, happens. Oh, the you worst have kids. type of people. I know. I hate it. I'm gonna be all leathery and stuff. Uh, I don't know if you know this, Twitch crowd, but uh, but the, the Wolf Boys are very fair-skinned boys, and this, this oh, you curse has been you definitely passed know on. This, this curse has been passed on to my children, and we decided on Sunday to take them to to the local aquatic outdoor symposium. And I thought I applied sunscreen everywhere, but not on my shoulder blades, so. This right here, me doing this with my hand. <laughs> very painful. I'm going to stop doing that. So what's the deal with Italians? Cuz they like they tan well but also don't. There's like a, there must be like a threshold, you know? Yeah, I think I think the problem is we're a mixed breed cuz we also barely. have some German and Irish in us.
1: We so have barely
0: any of that though. I know. I know, but that's my excuse for like why we don't tan very well, if at all. I think I think we need to get over the threshold. I think we need to burn, we think we need to burn it off. That's, See, what, I that's think. what. that's what mom used to tell us every time we'd go on vacation, but I'd never get that tan <laughs> from the sunburn burn off. I would just get burnt. Right. So. Anyway, Kikoba, yeah. thanks for the 31 months. If I had three apples and you had eight apples, hey shut up shut up if you had three if I had three uh, if I had three apples you had six apples and you gave me two of your apples can you loan me five dollars it's been a Uh, long time since I've done a math problem they did that because they know how bad we are at math (laughs) Mm. LJWVU with 11 months Uh, woohoo sub anniversary on a podcast night happy 11 months wolf bros thank you very much Uh, Anderson, thank you for the five months. Good evening, Wolf Bros. Nice to see you. Nice to see you also. Thank you. CJ Gabriel likes for the 18 months watching the podcast from my air fryer. (laughs) Yes! Join the revolution. It will not be televised because it will be in an air fryer. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Thanks for being here, everybody. We got a lot of things to talk about. First thing I want to talk about. A lot of things to talk about. First thing I want to talk about, Sonic Frontiers. Yes. We got a whole bunch of information last week about Sonic Frontiers. Yes. And people are talking about uh, how bad it looks. (laughs) It it is certainly rough. not going to lie. There's a lot to look forward to, but you're fooling yourself if you don't think it looks rough. I titled this, why does IGN's Sonic Frontiers footage look like that? (laughs) because uh they're they're doing the IGN first they're they're like they have the premiere of Sonic Frontiers somehow they got it they got the exclusive look and uh they're uh they're uh they got the exclusive premiere so uh they're the first ones to look at the Sonic Frontiers stuff and they're the first ones to give it to us so Sega gave them the footage and everything and Mm -hmm. they were just showing it they just hosted it basically (laughs) <laughs> but uh, today they just uh, they just showed their uh, hands on right. It was today. Yeah, it was yeah. the first hands on preview. Yeah, last week they sh- they showed they showed video footage of the open world, and then they showed another video of the combat. And this is the first time somebody who works there is actually like explaining what's going on and how it feels. So so I'll be honest with you. When I saw all of the Sega footage, I was like, this looks horrible. <laughs> <laughs> this looks irredeemably bad, but today IGN posted their footage, and their footage looks pretty decent. Like I'm not, yeah. I'm not as worried after seeing their footage. But I mean, why was Sonic's, why was Sega's footage so bad, and their and and IGN's footage not? Like, no, what no, happened? especially because like a lot of IGN's footage, they had like a lot of Sega's footage edited in there. Did so, they purposely edit out some of the weird stuff? Maybe. Actually, is this not their footage? Is this did they did he get a hands-on and then just use Sega's footage? I think that might be from his hands-on footage. Like okay. he was allowed to record you know what he played and that's what that's what it was. Cuz you're right, it does look pretty similar. Yeah. What were some of the the beats that were scary about the original sonic frontiers footage well the main thing is that the world it's an open world game it's the first sonic open world game well pause pause apparently they don't like to call it an open world game which whenever whenever a developer says that it's it i just i just go okay so it's not an open world game then if 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 they if it looks like an open world game and they say it's not that means there's going to be some bullshit well okay so <laughs> if you want to get into specifics they're referring mm. to it as an open zone game yeah which and, means there's going to be multiple zones that you go into and per sonic team head uh, takashi izuka uh, open world games like Zelda or other AAA games fundamentally have RPG or adventure worlds. For Sonic, the core here is 3D action game. Our basic idea was to have that take place in an open space. What sets Sonic Frontiers apart is this different approach to an open world game. So I think what he's trying to say is it's not like there's gonna be you know RPG elements or this grand adventure you have to go on. It's going to be like a traditional Sonic level where you try to go from point A to point B. It's just going to be, you know, in an open space and you can get to point B however you want. I don't understand. So, so it's it's an open linear game? <laughs> I mean, like Death kinda. Stranding kind of was that? Like it was a big linear game like it was big but like you're still going one way and then you got to go back i guess a better way to describe it is uh, did you ever play burnout paradise or need for speed most wanted yes just a little bit so those those are open world racing games yeah you can like in the main game you could just drive around the open world uh do whatever you want uh you know explore how much you want no problem when you get to a mission then you get set on a course to go to a specific destination within the open world. And you can get there however you see fit. Right. That's also literally that how makes sense? Death Stranding works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm a, I'm guessing it's something along those lines rather but, than like your typical GTA or Assassin's Creed style. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense for a Sonic game because it's like a racing game. Yeah. It's like a racing game. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. When you say open zone, it makes it sound like there's going to be multiple open worlds, which is yeah not how open world works. Yeah. It, it it sounds more like a Mario Odyssey type deal where you where you're dropped into different worlds. I hope it, yeah probably more expansive than that. The thing with Sonic is he needs a lot of room to run, so like yeah. the big open worlds are 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 the big worlds aren't necessary. It probably just called it zone because traditionally Sonic levels are called zones, Chemical Plant Zone, Green Hill Zone, Marble right. Hill Zone, Angel right. Island Zone. So They're probably just applying old Sonic terminology to the new Sonic gameplay. Okay, maybe they are, but, but that's, yeah. they, when you say it's not open world, that scares me. <laughs> well, I think a part of that, part of the reason why they're specifically not calling it an open world, this is one of the big criticisms from the first gameplay reveal was it looked empty. Yeah. You know, when you think of open world games, you think like, you know, there's NPCs all over the place. There's, you know, buildings and towns and stuff to explore and look into of, uh, there was none of that here. It was just, you know, the big open space, you know? And yeah, a lot of open world games have that breath of the wild has a lot of open spaces, but it also has towns and npcs and uh enemy camps and a variety of environments to explore. This was just the one, you know, forest area. I thought it was weird that they they said open world games usually have rpg elements. It's like, okay, but that's not what defines an open world game. Right. So it's weird to use that as as your as as your reasoning for changing it to open zone, you know? Yeah. Um <laughs> I'm trying to pull up more of the footage. I guess the first oh, this is the first one. The first one was the most rough. Look, the fact that it's it's uh looks a little empty, I can forgive them a little bit because Sonic's gotta run and he needs a lot yeah. of room. So like there being space between the different things that you do kind of makes a little bit of sense. Mm-hmm. But there's other weird things. Like uh I took a video on my phone, I was gonna tweet it, but I I didn't because I figured that people were already there. There was one shot where like he runs up on an enemy, the camera moves in a weird way, and then the enemy reset itself as if to like go into an action like it was a pre scripted thing that like broke. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of weird there's a lot of like like that, like like there's a lot of Sonic just walking for some reason. <laughs> Sonic Sonic slamming to a halt and then just walk just like tiptoeing around. Yeah. Uh I mean that's probably they probably change the way Sonic moves in this game, right. so you know the anal- the analog stick will probably work the way it does in like Mario games. You push it a little bit, and then he walks. Then you push it full speed, and he runs. And you probably there's probably a trigger for him to run even faster. Um, it is worth noting, and they pointed out in this hands-on preview that what we're seeing is from an early build, so this might not even be uh, what the what state the game is in right now. This is just. Uh, from an earlier build that Sega had to present to uh, the world for, like, what the gameplay is going to be. Why that? Okay, so, well, I just I just watched the world pop in on on that on on on, yeah. on this track that you're well, supposed to go on. The world, <laughs> the world pops in. Yeah. <laughs> Why would they showcase an earlier build then? They like how much earlier? Yeah, but how much? I er- mean, I don't know how I don't know how much earlier. But, like, every game studio shows early footage, you know, before it's ready to go out. Well, you know, how many times did they do, like, you know, EA and Activision and Ubisoft and whatnot show alpha footage? That's, like, the yeah. first stage of game development. Yeah, but my understanding is they're working on it all the way up until the press gets it. You know? If, if right. they're saying this is an well, earlier build, like, how much earlier? When did you record this? Like, did you record it, like, a week ago or, like, two months ago and now you're showing it? Like, why didn't they just this, wait until they could... Get a better I mean, it, price. Pro- it, it might very well be like from two months ago, and they probably waited because they have a deal with Sega. You know, Sega wanted to do a lot of stuff in June for Sonic Frontiers, and so they had to wait until June. That would be really bizarre. Yeah. So, another thing is that there's this big, expansive world, and there's this <laughs> weird, unnatural looking rails and stuff. I'm actually, I yeah. mean, it's a little jarring and weird, but I'm kind of fine with it, honestly. I, I kind of yeah, like I mean, the way the world looks. Some of the weird stuff in it is weird, but uh, yeah. the, I, I mean, I like I like Sonic Adventure 2, so I like the rail stuff. Yeah. So I'm cool I mean, with that. You got you to gotta get used to it. It's a Sonic game. It's going to have a lot of like, you know, a weird juxtaposition between a certain type of art design and another, you know? So, and I think so, as long as it it services the gameplay well enough, which honestly, jank aside, I think this footage shows what they're trying to do here. And I think I get the concept, and I think it's a good concept. I'm having so, a hard time putting the jank aside is the problem. Because like I yeah. I am on board with a lot of, you know, the, the the concept, but this is coming out later this year. This can't be a concept right. anymore, you know. This has to be right. a game that I can play. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's think, gonna I mean I mean, world popping in—that could be fine. I mean, I've seen it in other games, but like a lot can happen. A lot can happen in the next few months. Mm -hmm. Uh, For all we know, like it could it could get patched, you know, over the course of the few months after release, and it turns into the game Sega really wanted it to be. Mm -hmm. Um, But a a lot of people online, uh, because I've been following this very closely, because I'm excited for this game. A lot of people online seem to have the sentiment that we're we're behind this idea we like what we see but hashtag delay sonic frontier yeah that yeah, was people... actually trending for for a few days people wanted because, delayed because it that, looks rough yeah yeah I, i've seen people talk about how there shouldn't be puzzle elements like this like how sonic's supposed to be fast and like having them slow down to do puzzle elements is weird i think that's fine i think yeah i think it's fine i mean the Sonic used to slow down to do platforming sections. This is just an evolution of that. And also too, it's a big open world. He's got to do something other than run fast. Yeah. There's gotta be things in between the running fast. Yeah. This kind of reminds me of a demo that I saw some guy make, uh, where it's just, it looks like a regular, it's a video game. That's a regular guy fly, like sh- like running like the flash in a forest. And you're just avoiding mm-hmm. the trees and you, and you're going like downhill. So you keep catching yeah. air and stuff and it looks awesome. And this kind of looks like, uh, what that guy was, was going for. Yeah. I'm getting weird, like death stranding vibes because of all of the geography and the grass and then the technology that's thrown in there. And also, yeah. uh, horizon zero dawn because one of the enemies, uh, looked like a horizon enemy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, a lot of people are saying this big shadow of the colossus vibes because it's you gotta like climb this monstrosity to take him out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's interesting because we never really like saw any type of combat like that in Sonic games before. Uh, f- in fact, the you know the other video that they showed off was specifically about the combat in the game because it's very different from previous Sonic games. You don't just jump on the enemy and that's it. You know he has new moves he has like a punch and kick attack he's got this thing they call the side loop where he like circles around an enemy and like you can take him out that way it's a very different fighting mechanic than what we've seen in previous Sonic games yeah it looks like these are like almost like mini bosses this guy yeah this little this little like guy doesn't make any sense is this the one that I think this might be the one that I tried to record no this isn't the one yeah but oh, like, that's it that's see, it like i guess it, oh, it that was this wasn't this wasn't the shot that i recorded but it was this enemy and i, I guess it does that you encounter him he opens up closes yeah. again and then i guess you got to get him to open again but when but when yeah. it closes the camera like a, like a, resets itself hmm. it does like it does what like was a weird that? jarring thing look at that that looks intentional there when i saw yeah. it yeah when I recorded it, an- another instance where it happens, I, th- I think this is it. It looked unintentional. This is it. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm being hypercritical. That, yeah, that looked unintentional, but I think it's intentional. Yeah. I don't know. I recorded it specifically because I thought it was an issue, but uh, I think it, oh, I think, I think whoever recorded this just pulled back on the stick on Sonic and like stopped him dead in yeah. his tracks and it messed the camera up. Which is weird, it like, be. whoever recorded it, this is Sega recording this footage, supposedly, so whoever's recording it is not doing it justice. <laughs> <laughs> Something's wrong. Yeah. Uh, Flo I- says, do they ever show a mission? No. no. They only show little so far, side stuff. So far, all they've really shown is, like, they show the open world like, and what you can do in, and, like, some things you can do in the open world and the combat, that the combat was overhauled. They haven't shown missions. They haven't shown cutscenes, They haven't shown uh, other characters that are in the game. They just showed open world and combat. Right. So. Which I think is like the big things that are separating it from other Sonic games. So I guess get those out first before Um, they show anything else. I'm very happy this is looking so different from other Sonic games because I want them to Want to experiment like this? Oh, this is the big yeah. uh, Horizon Zero Dawn enemy. Yeah, and I, I guess you like. Yeah, I guess you like climb up it and and stuff. Yeah. That's cool. I I I I I'd assume this is part of a main mission or or something that you'd probably have to do in the game. Yeah, it. I I I like a lot of the concepts, but there looks to be a lot of jank that still needs to be. Iron, yeah, out in there's this game. There's room for polish, definitely. Also, um, I want to see what if there's other zones or if there's other environments that you're gonna end up in. I wanna see that too. I don't wanna if if this isn't yeah. I'm assuming this isn't all that there is. Let's see some variety. Yeah. I mean even Breath of the Wilds had you know, had snowy mountains and like a rainforest and underwater sections and things like that. So Right. Also, he says that Sonic and Amy are in this and you like you end up in this world you come out of a portal with sonic and amy uh, uh with with amy with and tails, tails. And amy, yeah. yeah yeah where the hell are they i haven't seen them at all yeah that's yeah so like some hint at what the story is going to be cuz judging from the these gameplay footage the tone alone is dramatically different from other sonic games you know it's right. very serene it's kind of serious it's got like a melancholy piano in the background instead of like the wailing guitar solos of sonic games past mm-hmm. it gives me sonic 06 vibes in all the worst ways yeah that was another game that tried to take it seriously it's another thing that worries me about this yeah i don't know i mean we've we both played a lot of 3d sonic games and yeah there's uh, it's it's hard to pinpoint what works and what doesn't and uh some of what i really hate about some sonic games is when they kind of just force you into scripted events and i'm yeah. just hoping all of these like obstacles in the world and stuff aren't just all things that feel like scripted events you know i don't want sl- right. to i don't want to jump on a rail and then not touch the controller for like five minutes <laughs> yeah yeah exactly they always like sections where it feels like the game's playing itself we just put the controller down and like let it happen yeah, but, I hope I hope that's not the case with some. It I doesn't mean, look it, like it. it. Yeah, it looks like aside from like some sections, you know, you're in control for the most part, right? So I don't know. Like I saw all this footage and I was concerned the whole time. And then IGN posted their actual hands-on impressions, which, like yeah. you said, I think is I don't know how much new footage this is, but he was very favorable of it. He made yeah. it seem like this is going to be great and there's nothing to worry about. <laughs> yeah. He ends he ends the article with uh will sonic's one of a kind gameplay translate into an open world? The answer is a resounding absolutely. Which is shocking. It it's shocking for two reasons. One, uh the gameplay looked so bad. <laughs> and two, uh didn't they get paid to do this? <laughs> I don't no, I don't know if they got paid <laughs> to do this, but they definitely struck some sort of. This is the exclusive, yeah, uh, gameplay reveal of Sonic Frontiers. So there's definitely some sort of deal involved with Sega. That that you know, what, I don't, I, I don't uh, believe they got monetary gain from this, but they definitely got some sort of gain from this. I'm a little confused because, like, I don't, th- I'm, I'm always with. IGN and Kotaku, when people are like, "Oh, you probably got paid off for that review." You sh- I'm I'm siding with the games journalists. They don't get paid off to do yeah. reviews. I I yeah. remember a, a a story I always go to is uh, when Duke Nukem Forever came out. They were they had full a full website ad for Duke Nukem Forever. It was on the whole border of the site. Duke Nukem's face was right there, yeah. and then right in the middle of all of it was Duke Nukem Forever. Five out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> so they got paid yeah. by Duke Nukem, but they still gave it a five out of ten. So that's why I'm like, yeah. they're not. They they have integrity. They're not going to do anything. But this is weird because this is this this seems like uh, an exclusive promotion of the game, and to show I mean, that I... that to show that horrible footage and then come in and say everything's going to be fine. I, I'm not really convinced. This is part of their IGN first um, feature, which is when they usually they pick a game that they'll that uh, then become IGN becomes the first people to like preview it. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I'm not really like familiar with how they usually go about doing it. Like, I don't know what other games that were IGN first. I'm only really paying attention to this because it's Sonic and it's like a big Sonic game. It's like a right. like the first major you know, Sonic reinvention in years. Um, But yeah, it is, there is this weird uh, disc uh, disconnect between, you know, just how rough the gameplay looks versus just how excited the writer seems to be for this game. He does mention, you know, that there are some technical issues with the game, right? But it's a, it's like a paragraph, not even. So it, I, it, I mean I didn't really get to the end of the video but yeah the whole video that I, the the the, video, the most of what I watched was him talking about the the game mechanics and 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 stuff and 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 kind of praising it the whole time. Uh yeah. I didn't I didn't get to the technical issues yet. Uh yeah. LJWVU in the chat says but it's a hands-on not a review. It's a hands-on what the hands-on preview. No, it's it's ha- first hands-on impressions. Yeah. So is it his impressions? Hand- <laughs> yeah, hands-on means he got to put his hands on the controller to play it. Yeah, but there's more to just a hands-on. There's another word after that. Usually, hands-on impressions. You know, like he's got to g- give his impressions. Unless, the title of know. the article is Sonic Frontiers, the first hands-on preview. Ah, uh, okay. So it's both. He played... Yeah, he played for four hours. Mm-hmm. That's he a lot. Four hours worth of the game. Yeah. That's a decent Especially amount. of for that's a Sonic much, game. That's as much that's as I'm going to play this game. <laughs> that's half of a normal Sonic game. <laughs> uh... John got the juices nah I think it's just i g n wanting to get an exclusive because they know sonic big right now. I think they paid Sega to get the exclusive that'd be interesting that's possible that'd be pretty interesting yeah uh i it's just it, it like like look i i wouldn't normally be I I wouldn't I I normally side with the creator I'm usually like nah this guy's I'll give him the benefit of the doubt this guy's good they know what they're doing but in this case there was too there's too many things that like weirded me out the obvious broken footage the fact that it's uh an IGN first and then and then him like like weirdly praising like a lot of it after just seeing all of that bad looking footage yeah. all that together made me like wait what's wh- i need to see i need to see the context of the deal that they made <laughs> yeah mecha says i thought ign hated sonic yeah Will, what's that about <laughs> there was a period of time when like i mean to be fair this was during like the bad years of sonic but there was a period of time when like You know, all the podcasts, whenever a Sonic game would come out, the creators would get on there. The writers at IGN would get on the podcast and be like, well, truth be told, there have never been good Sonic games. Even the Genesis games were bad. They said that a lot. I used to listen to IGN all the time, and they frequently, a couple of them, a handful of them frequently said there's never been a good Sonic game. That was like a thing for, for a while. Which is just absurd. <laughs> it's to, just to, frankly absurd. Yeah, that's an absolutely absurd statement to make. Yeah, even if you don't like Sonic the Hedgehog, you can you can't ignore the fact that a franchise has been a, it exists for thirty years and has been like, bad it the whole exist. time. <laughs> yeah, a franchise does not exist for thirty years on meme status alone, Morbius. So <laughs> the fact that you know there has to be a reason why people like this character in these games, and the reason is because it ha- like the franchise has had good games. Right. It's just that it's been like on a downward trajectory for a while now. I'd also like to defend IGN. Uh, they probably gave a lot of Sonic games bad reviews because they were bad games. At yeah. the time when when the people at IGN were saying that there's never been a good Sonic game, there were not good Sonic games coming out. They were very yeah. they were all bad the ones that were coming out. The best they, they, the best I they, can describe it they, they they just forgot about the ones like sonic 2 sonic 3 that stuff well the the best way i can describe it is you know when you know before 1999 everybody was like oh man star wars is awesome star wars is great there are three great star wars movies and then in 1999 20 uh 2002 2005 when the prequels all came out at the end of revenge of the sith everyone was like has Star Wars always been bad. <laughs> I think just just never been a good Star Wars movie. So it, mm. That's what happens when, you know, your most recent experience with something is so bad that you forget why you even like the the experience in the first place, you know? Right. That's what it is. The fact that, you know, we we got bad Star Wars movies so you start to think all Star Wars is bad. We got bad Sonic games so you start to think all of Sonic is bad. Uh you you in the chat says 3d sonic doesn't have good games i stand by that sonic adventure 2 was a great game for like nine months <laughs> and then it immediately got dated i think it was great when it came out but immediately got superseded by uh by uh, mario sunshine and then every I... other platformer that came out after that I think Sonic Adventure 2 was a great game for its time, and if you go back to play it now, uh, it will be rough. I think Sonic Colors and Sonic Generations are legitimately good Sonic games, especially mm-hmm. Generations. Um, and yeah, and then everything else is just mild disappointment to crushing disappointment. I think Sonic Adventure 2 has that problem where all of the Sonic and Shadow levels are great and all you all the other characters make the game not good but you have yeah. to play all of the other characters so yeah. it makes the i guess it would make the game not good <laughs> but for nine months in 2001 or whatever whenever the hell it came yeah. out it was great it was awesome <laughs> yeah <laughs> um what else yeah i don't know uh, uh i i'm i i don't want to say i'm hopeful about this because i'm really not i have i have very low expectations for sega to make a good 3d sonic game especially after what's been coming out recently but i am still uh i i I'm, i want to give it a shot yeah i have, i've always been cautiously optimistic about this game uh and that has not changed Since seeing these previews and stuff, but at least now I have a better idea of what they're trying to do, and I appreciate the fact that it's they're trying something radically different for Sonic. Isn't it you know, it, it needed something. Isn't it not a full price game? I think it is. I thought it was like a weird price. I thought I thought they announced that it was a weird price. I remember they're talking about like, you know, trying to find trying to price the game like what they think its value is. I wouldn't be surprised if this is a full retail uh, retail price game, though, because it looks huge. And like the things they're trying to do with it, they want to present this as like the AAA Sonic game. And the easiest way to do that is with a full retail $60, $70 game. Did you know they already delayed this game? <laughs> yes, I completely forgot that. Yeah, yeah. We probably no, should have they mentioned already, that when, when we talked about hashtag delay Sonic Frontiers because they, they wanted already to it, delayed it. They wanted to release it last year during the 30th anniversary of Sonic, but they said no. We gotta wait. We gotta delay this another year because we want to get this right. Eleven months. They del- they yeah. uh, delayed it a whole year already. Yeah, the Halo Infinite approach. But no, and now that I'm sorry out to, well for Halo Infinite. I'm sorry to remember they did say something about the uh, the price. Come explained yeah. that it has to, to it has been rethinking its game pricing and will need to raise the cost as they've raised research and development expenses. So gamers should probably shouldn't get their hopes up for a twenty dollars Sonic Frontiers. okay, nobody thought that. If their disclaimer is any indication, it will likely cost around sixty dollars at launch. Well we I think, think it, Sonic forces cost like forty dollars at launch. That's what I'm thinking of. We think it is important to maintain the price by maintaining the value of the IP at high level rather than simply lowering the price at early stage to increase the number of unit sales. That's right. That's what I'm remembering. Sonic Forces was $40 because they knew it was a bad game when they released it. <laughs> and that's why they're like, uh oh, sorry, guys. Here you can have it for yeah. cheaper. So they're deciding we are not going to tell people it's a bad game <laughs> by, yeah. by releasing it for $40. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I, I um, uh, that, that, when that information dropped, that worried me a little bit. Also, yeah, uh, it does look like an Unreal Engine tech demo. It looks exactly yeah. like uh, every fan Unreal Engine thing that I've seen, and people are like, "Sega make this," and then they did, and now everyone's like, "Never mind." Yeah. <laughs> See, that's why people say fans don't know what they want until they get it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I I I need to get this in my hands to to try it myself. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I. I I was excited when I when I heard about the game at first because I do really want a good 3D Sonic game, but I I'm keeping my expectations to a to a minimum because yeah. I don't want another. I was really burned by its forces. Forces was yeah one of the worst games I have ever played on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, so. I played it on PS4 when there was a PS Plus game, and it's just. I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. <laughs> right. That's the best I can describe my feelings towards Sonic Forces. I have to play Sonic 06 because I haven't played it. And I want to. Right. You is there have, a fix? No. There hasn't been like a fan initiative to fix Sonic 06? There's been a fan of an initiative to remake it completely. Mm-hmm. But I don't know where it's at. <laughs> That's how bad it is? Yeah. Project yeah, 06. No, <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at it. Yeah, up. no, it's not not good. Not good at all. Zero the... out of 10, would not recommend. This was September 2021. This is uh Sonic Central doing a doing a playthrough of the project. Okay, well, it's not they 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 can't change the fact that Sonic is running with an actual human woman in his arms. Yeah, <laughs> that's. They can't change that part of the game. So that's yeah. There's the story's only so going to be yell. the same. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if this looks any good either. Yeah, I, I, I mean honestly, I, I, I think the problems might be more. Yeah, the problems might be deeper than just technical. You know. Yeah. I think it might be a game design like issue. A, yeah, a design <laughs> issue, a whole like philosophy issue with the game. Right. Interesting. I'd still like to play Sonic Six just to just to experience it. Oh, anyway, next time you come over to mom and dad's house get the 360. Then I got to bring a whole ass 360 home with me. Yeah. They don't have it. Was never got a PC port. Never got a PC port. It's not backwards compatible on Xbox One. So that's so lame. Well, them's the breaks. What was the last notification that I read here? Uh, I think we left off on Bear Fryer. Yes. Scott the Slot. Thanks for 100 bits. Happy podcast day. Wolf Den bros. Thank you for all the yaks. Thanks, dude. Winter chimp, thanks for the hundred bits. Well, I'm half Irish and half Italian, and I tan easily. Well, you need to check your privilege, my friend. <laughs> is it the German in us? I don't know. I don't think I, the the, the stereotype 5% is, German in us? The stereotype is that the Irish are like pale, don't True. get out in the sun much. So I assumed it was that. I think there's a threshold we need to burn through. It's just very difficult. Yeah. Where else? Uh, Uh, Ganthet, thank you for the 10 months. Hello. Hello. Kyojudo KJ, thank you for the five months. Sachi, thank you for the Prime. Lost Tech, thanks for the five months. Do you think the push for all digital gaming is hurting games? Quality, pace, length, style. I don't think that would have any... No, I don't think it's hurting games. Um, but it has been a debate for a long time ever since, like, the 360 and the PS3 were, like, online systems. The idea that, you know, ship a game now, patch it later until it's good, mm. you know, is that, you know, where where does that become unacceptable? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's definitely like, nowadays. An issue. Nowadays, every game gets shipped out and every game gets patched regardless of, Quality, even the even great games when they launch get get patched, you know, but something like we've seen it now with Battlefield 2042. People hate that game, and mm-hmm. you know, EA keeps patching it and patching it and patching it, and it's just not fixing what everybody wants to, to be fixed. So you know, you yeah, that's one end of the spectrum, and then the other end you get games like Halo Infinite, which people like, and they keep patching it and it doesn't really change much. Well, people aren't really liking it too much anymore. <laughs> People liked it when it came out, and then people got bored really quickly because there wasn't a lot of content in it. And then right. uh, they didn't really add, but they, they they would drop like an update, and they wouldn't really add much. And people got really frustrated with it. Right. Anderson says, "No Man's Sky." That's a That's weird a good example. example. Yeah, it's weird because like it's an example of them releasing a game that doesn't feel. F- That's a thing. That, I mean, I don't want to say it didn't feel finished because it did Uh, no man's sky felt finished it's it just wasn't the game anyone was expecting it to be i I think i think that was an expectations issue it's a good example of them adding stuff post launch because they added a lot of stuff yeah uh games that released that were broken i know that there's something recently that i got and i was like this oh well cyberpunk is is the perfect example yeah i mean to be fair that game has been patched and patched and it's better today than it was when it launched Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's good but it's better i have a video on the wolfton channel about how everybody's expectations for no man's sky is gonna ruin the game for them and then the game came out and everybody's expectations were ruined i had friends that were so amped about no man's sky and I was like, "You guys gotta chill, dude. You're gonna hate. This. You're gonna ruin the game for yourselves." And then the yeah. game came out, and one of my friends they they were just they just were trying to like stick it to me. Like they, they 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 it's it's like they it's it's like they were trying to sell me poison. they were like, "This poison's so delicious," and then they eat the poison. They're like, oh, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they were doing. The, the, one of my friends popped it into their PS4, and then was like, "This is." incredible this is the game of a lifetime it's like you just got past the title (laughs) screen dude you don't know anything about this game yet yeah and then they stopped playing the game because it wasn't good when it came out now it looks incredible have you seen the latest no man's sky stuff it looks awesome yeah i saw the trailer for the switch version it looks great uh okay oh that was the last notification Coming to Macs yes. now too? I did not know that. Oh, do we have anything about the Mac event? Because there was a lot of gaming stuff. Uh, f- no. Because I'd like to look learn. Up cause they showed off Uh, f- they said like you can handle graphically intense games like Baldur's Gate 3 and I'm like is that an old game? <laughs> uh, it came out in 2020. So it's not that old. But, I mean, that that's not the game people think of when they think of graphically intense, you know? We did not talk about the Games with Gold and stuff. We completely forgot to... We just went right into Sonic. We didn't uh, do yeah. what we normally do, our little PSA. Well, because... Oh, to be fair, PlayStation Plus is a good month for June. Uh, Games with Gold is not... Uh, and I think because we're, I've, it's it really, it's Xbox's fault because like we're, we're seeing the decline in the free games they give out. And so we think it's affecting Sony too, but it's clearly isn't because okay. for the month of June, Sony is giving away on the PS4 God of War, like the re- most recent God of War of Naruto to Botor, 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 Baruto. Botor? naruto to Boruto, shinobi striker nailed it i see weeb status right here naruto to <laughs> Boruto, shinobi striker i think it's uh, toe. Using... i want to say it's toe <laughs> naruto toe boruto why can't they just like <laughs> never mind and on the ps4 and ps5 uh everyone's favorite platform fighter nickelodeon all-stars brawl does it to mean also or, or and doesn't it mean and in in uh in italian no it means you it means you okay yeah well to it means and in, in, okay. in japanese so naruto and baruto okay <sighs> anyway uh, uh cool so now there's... we're getting into all-stars brawl <laughs> uh yeah voice acting is finally coming <laughs> I saw See, I, that's an example of a game that came out like crap and with patches and stuff, it got better because now there's voice acting. I saw on Twitter somebody posted a video of the voice acting, and they were like, oh man, I'm so glad this finally uh this update is so good. Oh, here it is. Oh, I can't play because the website's muted. Unmute. Oh, boy, here. That's gonna hurt. Yeah. It's four Garfields, <laughs> and they're all talking.
1: Oh, that sounds like
0: hell. Uh, whatever. Yeah, uh, but I, I hear the game's still very bad. So, so. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> have you played the Warner Brothers one? No, I haven't either. I've heard that's good. I don't know. I don't know. But... I don't really buy it because everybody thought All Stars brawl was good. And then it came out, and and I played it, and I was like, "This is really bad." Well, I think the <laughs> difference is of uh, the Warner Brothers one, like had a had a beta that you people can actually play before it came out, so they right. were able to like judge it accordingly. Mm-hmm. This did not. This was just going off off the fact that SpongeBob can beat up Danny Phantom. Right, right. Oh. But God of War, that's good. That's good. That's like the you know that's. A, big title it's one of sony's biggest titles all right what about games with gold there it is super meat boy okay okay yeah it's exciting they got super meat boy however oh. if you click on the youtube link i provided you will see that we covered this oh. all the way back <laughs> oh no it's like the early day di- the earliest days of wolf den live episode 22 on the green couch june 1st 2016 was when uh super meat boy originally came out on games with gold for the xbox 360. wow and goat simulator (laughs) yeah what year was this so 2016 2016 wow yeah so young yeah, and if you remember, last month they repeated a game. They repeated uh, Hydro Thunder whatever. So it's just so weird because there are so many games on the Xbox original and the 360 that like they could have used for this. But they're – I don't know why they're double dipping. They could have done Super Meat Boy forever. Yeah. That's weird. It's it's weird. Like I, Super Meat Boy was an Xbox Live Arcade like staple. Like like it. Yeah, it, it was like synonymous with that. And yeah, Super Meat Boy Forever feels like it got no love from like any yeah. publisher. <laughs> yeah. So if yeah, they, this could have been that, but it wasn't. Um, and you also get for Xbox Avon Colony uh, Project High Horse. Project high-rise sorry architect High and boy <laughs> and uh rascals man my sunburned is affecting my brain leave me mm-hmm. alone it's dehydration so, you gotta watch out yeah yeah i no, I'd like to true. also point out the dunkin donuts cup yeah. i also want to say i don't think my hairline has changed i think my hairline no. has maintained that no. i'm happy about that uh i still have that coca-cola shirt And it somehow still fits because I am substantially thicker than in that (laughs) old video. Also, all these amiibo out of the box. Yeah. Got them the fuck out of there. Uh, And instead of Dunkin' Donuts, I've become a pretentious snob. So sure has. We also have Game Pass. New games. Got some good stuff. Yes. Uh, let me open that up real quick. We got Dragon, uh Dragon, Assassin's Creed Origins. The e- Egypt one. Yes. For Honor, which is a Ubisoft game that I refuse to play. We have Korves. <laughs> chorus. You know corvs <laughs> Is it Chorus or Korves? I have no idea. It's like churches, with the band? Chorus. It's chorus. Yeah. Uh, Disc Room, which I've never heard of. Ninja Gaiden Master Collections, which is pretty that's cool. That's the uh, that's the collection of Ninja Gaiden Sigma One, Sigma Two, and Ninja Gaiden Three: The Rage's Edge, and Space Lines from the Far Out. Yeah. Okay.
1: But and, you know that's
0: a dec- that's a decent collection of games right there. That's better than what they're offering with Games with Gold. Is there no? PS Premium? No, uh, because this is the month it launches. Oh. We covered all the games that are going to be in it like a, like a few podcasts ago. So go back and watch that. So So I'd also we don't normally talk about Prime Gaming. No. Uh if you have Amazon Prime, you get free stuff on Prime Gaming. Yeah, you you the Amazon just gives you free game stuff for like PC and mobile and stuff. Mm-hmm. this month was pretty good uh you can get oh. far cry 4 a whole ass far cry 4 oh. for, for free with your amazon prime there's also i don't know if they have it here but i've been playing valorant and there's a cool little buddy you can put on your gun it's a it's a little crt little guy that's it right there that little guy is sick you just <laughs> you, uh, you freaking put it you put it on your on your shit and uh you put your you you put you log in amazon prime and you get a little tv guy now i just ruined everything <laughs> uh but yeah you can get like free loot and stuff like uh valorant it's pretty cool click on games for the full list okay i will do that it won't let me show the the buddy that sucks uh, the only one I saw that I cared about was Far Cry, uh, but I guess... Oh, there's Escape from Monkey Island is free. That's oh, pretty go. good. That's a good one. Uh, WRC 8FIA World Rally Championship. Okay. <laughs> Coleco, uh, Astrogaster, and Across the Grooves. Okay. Far Cry 4 and Monkey Island. So that's pretty cool. I will say, uh, if you haven't played Far Cry Three, Far Cry Four is very good. If you have played Far Cry Three, you can skip Far Cry Four because they're basically the same game. Mm-hmm. And I know well, we say that origins. of every Ubisoft game. I know we say that of every Ubisoft game, but like Far Cry Four is especially way too similar to Far Cry Three. Why are we talking about four and three? Because Far Cry Four is the game that's free this month. And I'm telling people, if you've played Far Cry three, you're from, you're gonna have you're gonna play Far Cry four and be like, this is the same damn game. From where is it free? Are you fucking kidding me right now? Origins was free. Oh Far Cry. I'm thinking Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed three and four are the same game. <laughs> Assassin's Creed three and four are the same game. Far Cry 3 right. and 4 are also the same game. What I was trying to say I was agree. that, I agree. yes, Ubisoft games are typically very similar, but Far Cry 3 and 4 are especially egregiously similar. I agree. I agree with you. So, I, th- I thought you mistook Far Cry 4 for Far Cry Origins when we were talking about Origins. Yeah, but there is no Far Cry Origins. <laughs> I'm having a stroke What's the in-game content For Pokemon Go Is it just Pokeballs <laughs> It is literally Pokeballs you Get some Pokeballs If you got Amazon Prime Also yeah. did you know if you have Amazon Prime You can also link it to your Twitch account And you can yeah, support that. this show For free <laughs> Without spending any of your money You can give us money Isn't that cool yeah. Aircraft you know, cost a lot. We don't we, we don't have ads or anything here. Which will yeah. soon change because we do have some ads coming up. <laughs> Listen, we're big time right. podcasters now here at the Wolf. Yeah, thing, all of a sudden. We're like what? The in the top fifty podcasts on iTunes for video? Games? Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. You know what that means. Not a lot of competition in the video game space. Yeah. <laughs> people gotta people gotta, you know, try a little harder in the video game space. We shouldn't be up that high. I'm I'm shocked, you know, because you know how many white guys have video game podcasts. You would think right? you would think yeah. the market's too saturated, but I don't know. Yeah. I guess not. Anyway, uh we just talked about Sonic Frontiers. Is there any news for Sonic Central? Uh yeah. Today there was a Sonic Central uh live stream which is basically uh Nintendo Direct but specifically about Sonic games uh, and they did announce some stuff Uh an animated project called Sonic Frontiers Prologue which will be a prequel to the game featuring Knuckles they didn't really show much else alright that's uh, they awesome showed a- did they show Knuckles yes okay like uh, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be like one of those Tyson Hesse animated things though oh it's not like you can't play it okay yeah, that sucks. I mean, the Tyson Hesse stuff has been great, but yeah, I, I was I was I hopeful that Knuckles would be in the frigging game. I mean, if they're showing, if they're doing a preview for it, if they're doing a preview specifically for Sonic Frontiers with Knuckles, then you know stands the reason Knuckles would be in the game, right? Uh, they also showed off a clip from Sonic Prime, the upcoming uh, 3D animated Netflix show. Shadow's gonna be in it. Everyone likes Shadow. We got a new trailer for Sonic Origins, the Sonic Origins collection. It will now come out on June 23rd of this year, um, which is the 31st anniversary of the original game. Uh, This trailer showed off uh, the remastered stages. It showed off Classic Mode and Anniversary Mode. It showed off the world map, where you can select the games uh, from there. Uh, It showed off the museum uh the mirror mode where you can play the whole game all the games in reverse and boss rush mode and Tyson Hesse animated cutscenes. Okay. So, that was cool. Uh Sonic costumes are coming to Fall Guys. You can play as Sonic, Knuckles or Tails. Um the Sonic the Hedgehog 2 Blu-ray, the movie will come out on August 9th and feature deleted scenes, bloopers and behind the scenes clips. Uh the chem- A chemical plant zone is coming to Sonic Speed Simulator in Roblox on June 11th. And a whole bunch of Sonic toys are coming from a lot of different licensees. And there's a Knuckles inspired G Fuel drink coming out. <laughs> oh, God. I thought uh, there was and- Sonic in Fall Guys already. Me too. Unless this was announcing... Uh, Knuckles and Tails also coming. Okay, interesting. Uh, And Sonic Symphony is going to come back in October. Wait. What do you mean back? I don't don't know. Because they had one last year. Remember the live stream of like... Oh, I did. And it was Crush 40 and then then like all orchestra and they like switched back and forth. Yeah. So... That's coming back. Uh, They did show off a very cool, during like the whole licensees part of it, uh, a Sonic wireless controller and charge station for Xbox One, which was really cool. Where is that? Uh, They don't have a picture of it. Let me see if I can find it. Xbox Series? I think so. Uh, It's made by Razer. Uh, Sonic Razor Charge Station? Yeah. Go to all, yeah. Is this it uh, sick? It's pretty freaking cool. I don't know. Is it uh, white with red handles? Yeah. Oh, it's got Japanese. Yeah, on. that's it. That's it, yeah. Access denied. Okay. <laughs> this looks pretty freaking sick, though. Yeah. This was announced in April. Like, hey, well, first I'm hearing of it. I kind of want that. Oh, so it's I this, know. wait. Yeah, what's so Razer about it? Because that's an, that's an actual Xbox controller. Uh, they made the charge stand? Because the charge stand isn't, that's not a Razer charge stand. I they didn't buy, I don't... They didn't buy controller gear, right? I don't know. I honestly don't know, like, what makes it Razer razer wireless controller and quick charge stand for xbox that looks like a freaking xbox yeah it's like a controller it's an xbox controller <laughs> am i am i high <laughs> inspired by sonic the hedgehog for an iconic look protect humanity with cool blue attitude alongside the world's most powerful <laughs> hedgehog with a must-have collectible that Celebrates one of the most beloved and iconic heroes of the gaming universe. Wireless and universal. Designed to work with... Okay, yeah, we know. Okay, yeah. Okay. Impulse analog triggers. Whether you're fi- firing a gun. That's normal. Yeah. I'm thinking, is it modified like the scuff ones? No. I don't it, know. That's literally the controller gear back. Yeah, I don't understand. I mean it's officially licensed. It's wireless. Did they do the paint job? That must be the only thing. So you're spending like a hundred something, two hundred bucks for a paint job and a stand? Oh, is that what it is two hundred bucks? Yeah. So the the controller is what, seventy dollars? And, yeah. and and the stand is forty with the battery pack. Yeah. So math. That's twenty dollars more. No, ten dollars it, more. It's ten dollars more. No, seventy plus forty is a hundred and ten. Yeah, and, and you say hundred twenty. They're charging two hundred. Two hundred. Two hundred. Holy fuck! I thought you said a hundred twenty. No. Holy shit! Okay, so what's the deal then? What am I? Wh- I literally am just getting Sonic on one side and hongo on the other side. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's it the got the razor I- price down pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> uh very strange. Anyway, yeah. uh okay i mean i i think it looks awesome but not for two hundred dollars Jesus christ yeah anyway was that it was that everything that happened that's it that's it all right well that i guess they kind of blew their load on the uh on the on the sonic frontiers stuff uh the, the yeah. whole last week so they didn't really have much to announce in there in there in they yeah. thing. it could have been a lot bigger if they didn't do the ign stuff Hey, rainy day hideout. Thanks for the ten gifted. Thank you. I appreciate it. Pumping the numbers. Absolute legend. <laughs> I ate Brazilian steak with him. Oh yeah? I did. In in Boston. Nice. Uh anyway. That's it for the Sonic news. Oh, no, it's not. Se- yeah. Mega Drive well, Mini 2. Yes. Uh, Sega announced a. they're coming out with a, another mini console, the Mega Drive Mini 2. That's Genesis for us in the U.S. of A. Um, it was announced last week. They didn't announce international release date for it, just uh, Japan. It'll be out October 27th of this year and costs roughly 9,980 yen, which is about $75 U.S. Um, it will be modeled after the uh, Model 2 version of the Mega Drive, and it'll include the following games. Well, these are the confirmed games for it. Uh, Bonanza Brothers, Fantasy Zone, Magical uh, Tarutokun, Man- Mansions of Hidden Souls, uh, Pop Full Mail, Shining Force CD, Shining in the Darkness, Slipseed, Sonic CD, Thunder Force 4 and Virtua Racing. Okay, interesting. So the the big thing is we're getting Sega CD games in this. It's like Sonic CD and Shining Force CD. I like this a lot. Yeah. I Wait, yeah, they haven't done did they? They didn't do it. A... No, they did do a Genesis Classic. I'm dumb. Yeah, you have it. I have it. I made a whole ass video on it. Yeah. But now they're just doing it again, but with CD games. Not all CD. Like, Virtual Racing is a Genesis game. I think Thunder Force 4 is a Genesis game. No, they're I'm doing. Saying, it, it, it's all the... Is it all of the same games that the original Mini no, had? No, no. no. It's going to be different games. Uh, and it's including games from the Sega CD this time. Okay, because it's 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 got forty two preloaded games, yeah. Okay. And Sonic is one of it. Does it have two and three? No, just just Sonic one. Reed, and then six... Read it, it doesn't have the... at all forty two. It says there's forty two games, and then they give you ten of them. The first Mega Drive Mini launched back in 2019 and came complete with forty two games preloaded, including Sonic the Hedgehog, Streets of Rage two, and Kid Chameleon. It's talking about the original. Oh. So this will have none of the same games? It will What's the overlap here? What's how many is over, overlapping here? Uh, I, I... <laughs> There was going to be a 1-2 Switch uh, sequel, but it's got a weird development that's it, story. That's oh, it. Hey, had, at okay. that. That's it. All We're right, moving dude. on all before right, I pay are, wood okay. to punch you in the face the next time you podcast together. I just, so, I just want to know if it's going to have uh, any overlap of games. That's all I want to know. Gonna, is it gonna overlap I, as of right now, no. As of right now, no. There is Since no confirmed 50 games, overlapping one game of is games. games. Sigh. Hey, Chris BX, thanks for the 46 months. I'm actually here live. Happy happy summer break. Happy summer break, Chris BX. Thanks for being here. Yeah, I noticed Uh, you didn't put this in the keep, Will. Yeah, there's a... I did. I did. It was at the bottom. I put it at the bottom. Oh. Well, I'll delete that because I added it here. Um... The wild story behind Nintendo's unannounced 1-2 Switch sequel. This is by Imran Khan who breaks a lot of stuff. Uh yes. the, the 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 long short is that there was a game in development called Everybody's 1-2 Switch that had some weird shit going on. It was Jackbox Party Pack style where you could like connect your phones and stuff and 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 play with like like a like a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Games could have lobbies as big as 100 players, thus the name Everybody's 1-2-Switch, which is awesome. It's like 1-2-Switch Battle Royale, except it tested very, very poorly. So they shelved the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, it could very well be a situation where they shelved it, and then they're going to revisit it at another time. Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily canceled but it's very interesting like 1-2-Switch was like one of the best selling games at launch it was popular for a time it's reasonable to believe that that's a series that could Nintendo could continue but they said no <laughs> so I, I said on Twitter this is a real I feel really bad for all of those 1-2-Switch fans <laughs> and people are like it sold a lot and like, okay, yeah. it sold a lot. Who are any of those people fans of the franchise? Like, I don't, I don't think so. I think people bought it because there weren't a lot of Switch games. Yeah, I don't know, like, who's still playing it after launch. You know, not many people bought it after launch. Like, if you bought your Switch after launch, you did not buy 1-2 Switch. Yeah. So... Here's another weird thing about this. The main mode of the game, the team battle mode, pit at least two teams of players against each other in various minigames. This mode prominently featured horse, who would give color commentary during the game. During the localization process, sources started calling the game horse shit as shorthand. Wait, that didn't explain who horse was. The I think idea- it's just explaining... what they called him no there's a different no they called him his name in the game was horse (laughs) uh the idea on paper was solid nintendo epd group four designed a host of the mini game based on in international appeal a bipedal horse that looked like a man wearing a rubber horse mask the game's text simply referred to him as horse because it sounded enough like the English word host that it would come across in different languages. Many games would ask players to physically move around the environment for things like musical chairs or use their phone to play bingo. There was even a game that resembled a virtual version of spin the bottle that involved saying something nice about another person. (laughs) And then it said it it tested horribly. People didn't like it. Uh, they said a lot of it was boring they said people didn't even want to finish the games they were playing Uh, and apparently they even printed uh, like all of the cases for the game because I guess they were trying to work on reworking it and they were like what else could we do okay let's print the game cases so they printed game cases (laughs) and now they're just sitting on all these game cases well now they have to make a game I know that's what I was thinking like yeah I always said one two switch if that was a pack in game, it would have been more popular. yeah, uh, people would have liked it more. It would have had a similar effect as uh, Wii sports. like imagine paying mm-hmm. fifty bucks for Wii Sports. I feel like it wouldn't yeah. have I feel like people wouldn't have liked it as much uh but this sounds like it's like they wasn't they weren't having fun at all i think there was some internal discussion about just putting it on uh nintendo switch online or i mean i don't know what they could do but now they have a bunch of game cases they got to put the friggin' game in so yeah (laughs) so i don't i don't i don't know i don't know it could be a pack-in for the next nintendo switch maybe they're shelving it for that yeah yeah very possible crispy x says no sir i don't have any use for rubber nipples but do you have any rubber walrus protectors call the police (laughs) a lot of people in this chat are going to be very confused and i'm not giving you any context (laughs) no no you (laughs) idiots um Okay, any notifications? No. Moving on. Hey, there's right. biggest Nintendo news of the week. We're saving for now. <laughs> Pokémon Scarlet and Violet trailers with actual information about the game. This happened really early in the morning, I think. Yeah. And I could not care less. I waited like all day. I think I waited like a few days to actually watch this trailer. And it looks all right. There's like some yeah. things I have. I got to preface this by saying I have not been into Pokemon lately. I, I've been pretty disappointed by the last few games. Uh, Are these professors? Yeah. So the bisexual professors. Uh, S- Scarlet and Violet are going to have their own separate professors. Oh, that's pretty uh, cool. The, yeah. So Professor Sada and Professor Toro. De- depending on which version of the game you get, you're going to get one or the other. I kind of like that. Yeah. I saw some memes about them on the internet. People saying yep. they have really big looking for a third energy. <laughs> I yeah. happen to agree. Yes. Also, why does she have like fangs? Does he also have fangs? I don't think so. Are those not fangs? Maybe it's just, I think it's just a weird shot and like you're getting under her teeth maybe. Yeah. And it kind of just looks like fangs i think that's what it is that's weird anyway i think this looks just like sword and shield (laughs) i'm not (laughs) i'm not really convinced at all this is going to be any better than sword and shield uh one of the big things it adds uh scarlet and violet allows multiplayer gameplay for up to four players uh along with series staples such as trading and battling Uh, you will be able to explore the various locations of the region in these games with other players. You can discover new Pokemon, explore unfamiliar areas uh, with your friends and family, opening the door to an adventure more precious and fun than ever. So it looks like it's going to have drop in, drop out multiplayer where another, uh, another player could just enter your game and explore the world with you as you collect Pokemon. See, that's really cool. I, I, Wouldn't mind just having another player in my game to just hang out, you know, just to like walk around and do shit. Uh, That's like some of the best times in like destiny and stuff is just sitting in the in the in the lobby, (laughs) just hanging out. Um, And I like that. So it's a full open world. So Mm -hmm. you don't need to like be in the wild area to like to like link up with people uh which is cool that sounds cool everything else looks the same <laughs> as, yeah. as as sword and shield so i don't also like if you are playing with other people like if i join your game what do we do like are we gonna yeah. fight trainers together i mean you could do that you can collect pokemon together you can you know, just hang out so what happens let's say we run I, across I we run across a pokemon together how do we proceed I don't know. It didn't like, really Is there one pokemon and we both beat the shit out of the one pokemon and now we're twice as powerful as that pokemon so we we freaking blaze through the pokemon and then do we each get the pokemon or do only one of us get the pokemon? That was not explained. <laughs> Also, if you run across a trainer and a trainer tries to battle us, do we both gang up on that trainer, twice as powerful as that trainer, with twelve Pokemon now instead of just six, and beat the shit out of his little Caterpie, a little Bug Boys Caterpie, and then steal his money? Do we get twice as much money? Again, not explained. <laughs> so I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know how this is gonna work. Yeah, we also got to see. Uh... The new starter Pokemon, uh one looks like a pig, uh Lechunk <laughs> and there's Quami that... and Small Smalliv. Those are not wait, the pig is not a starter. Oh, it's not? No, that's just a new Pokemon. Oh, oh right. It's the never mind. Never mind. That the starters are the cat grass thing, the the duck water guy, and the and the alligator fire guy. Right, right. Uh, so I take back what I said. But we did get to see the new legendary Pokemon. Uh, penis! Koreadon and Dick Boy. And like, the penis. He looks mir- like a Mira He looks, uh, like a old, looks like a big old Cock and Balls. Yeah. Which, uh, I wish I had this tweet ready. The guy who did the concept art for the Detective Pikachu movie He also did some old popular fan art that made Pokemon look really realistic. And that's why he got hired for the Pokemon Detective Pikachu movie. He tweeted, they make them look like penises on purpose. And I learned that when I worked on Detective Pikachu. It's a very good base for a Pokemon (laughs) design. So that's that's the psychology behind it. They make him look like a cock on purpose. Here's, here, there you here go. Is, here's 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 ball man. You really get it from behind, right here. Oh, there it yeah. is. That's the guy right there. There's the culprit. <laughs> uh, other than that, uh, it will be out November 18th. You can pre-order it now. Uh, you can also get a double pack, which comes with both versions of the game. I also think it's really weird that they have stuff like. Like when they're showing the legendaries, there's this pre-rendered scene, not actual game footage. Yeah. There's no pre-rendered cutscenes at all in these Pokemon games. <laughs> yeah. So so like this is. Oh my god, his balls are jet engines. <laughs> it's it's there's no pre-rendered cutscenes in the whole game. There's just they make the promotional stuff look better than what they use in the actual game. Yeah. Like, how, why not just play this when I encounter the Pokemon? I mean, that's probably going to be the trailer that plays in the beginning of the game, and then that's okay. It. True, true. It could, it could yeah. be the it could be the the opening. Oh, thank you, Mega Dragon. He found, they they found the they found the tweet. Oh, that's not this. Isn't it? This isn't the one, but this is a one. Yeah. Oh, no, this was it. This is it. People surprised that the new Legendary's silhouette is a dick and balls have not been paying attention. Not only has the shape been integrated from the beginning, but I heard while working on Detective Pikachu that this was no accident. And here's (laughs) uh, Charizard, Slowking, Mewtwo, this guy, that guy, that guy, all balls, All, all dick and balls. Yeah. And then he said, "Nice to see a new Pokemon design getting back to the roots of what makes them successful." <laughs> and then he showed his the work he's done, yeah, and it's gorgeous work. He does gorgeous work anyway, so I don't know I mean I'm gonna buy it and play it, I guess, but i i'm not I'm not looking forward to it i yeah. i have i, I have know. Like, Sonic Forces, I have my expectations very low. But (laughs) at the end of the day, I am excited to try a new Sonic game. Yeah. Pokemon, I have my expectations so low that I'm backwards. I'm like, I don't want to do this. (laughs) Anyway uh oh yeah the state of play happened that was the only deal. state of play happened and that was a people seemed to like it it was a good one uh it kicked off really trying to poke the bear i'm mm-hmm. the bear hi everyone uh the resident evil 4 remake is real it is coming out next year on ps5 and also xbox series and pc um it is going to be a complete overhaul of the game, it's going to be more in line with what they did with the Resident Evil Two and Three remakes. Uh, yeah. Uh, now I I watched this state of play on stream like uh, way after it happened. Uh, yeah, because I heard it was good, so I decided to watch it. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but that Resident Evil Four trailer was a bad trailer, right? <laughs> <laughs> It was so dark. It like, like, like everything was like in black and like, you couldn't really see anything that was going on. Yeah. It did. Like it was, a t- it I was don't more s- of a tone piece than anything else. I didn't, I don't want to say the game looks bad because it doesn't, but the trailer like didn't really show anything. There was a yeah. lot in the trailer, but it was a lot of nothing. I mean, you got, you, you get a sense of what they're doing. It's like going to be a much darker, more serious take on Resident Evil 4 You got to see the village you got to see like the the cult symbols all in certain places you got to hear from certain characters um you got to see certain characters um but yeah i don't know i'm gonna buy it i'm gonna play it because it's resident evil 4 i feel like all the things that you said that they showed they showed like barely any of it like they showed like a frame here or there and it was not clear what it was even yeah well the, y- you'd have to go back and like watch it in slow motion frame right. by frame to see what they're showing and you have to know resident evil 4 well enough to yeah. like pick pick out what they're showing you there, there were two things well i guess three things that looked familiar to me one of them was leon i could tell it right. was leon so we got that uh same voice actor from the resident evil 2 remake so at least there's consistency okay uh second thing was i saw like one of the saint looking guys who's like head turns into the worm thing like i saw yeah. a frame of that hit the screen at the end so i was like okay well that's one of the guys from resident 4 and then you see ashley which is the president's daughter right on a yeah. photo but I had to ask like a thousand times, is that Ashley? Because Ashley's supposed to be like, like, like thirteen or fourteen or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah and I, that, it, I, it, it, I, I was like, that doesn't look like Ashley though. Like, is that her? Yeah. I don't understand. Is that like a love interest? I don't know why he's looking at this picture of this girl. I don't know. I don't know. It's because the original Resident Evil Four was campy as hell. And it wore it like a badge of honor. And it was a, like, that was one of the Resident Evil 4 games Like you can tell, like, there was an auteur behind it. Like, it's a Shinji Mikami game through and through. This looks to be more in line with what they did on the 2 and 3 remake. And I love the Resident Evil 2 remake. It's one of my favorite games of this generation. Mm -hmm. And I finally downloaded 3. I'm excited to play that. Um, But that makes sense for those games. It does not make sense. It doesn't make sense to remake Resident Evil Four, uh, for starters. Um, but it doesn't make sense to remake it in this style, like because that's not what Resident Evil Four was. <laughs> I think that the whole there's there's like a I don't know there's like a tone that's like super serious but with super serious but has these weird things that you can't take seriously but you like ignore them to like be immersed in the seriousness of it and and that's like a uniquely japanese thing like yeah it's resident evil and metal gear there's they're like the story and the tone is very serious but every once in a while you just get jarred and blindsided by like a funny thing (laughs) right well i mean resident evil 4 was unique because it went hard more so into like the camp areas so Resident Evil like, 4 compared like, to all of the ones before it yeah. well, was like yeah. an action movie. Like 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 it, every once in a while he would like do a triple backflip and you're like, whoa, wait, yeah. where did that come from? I thought we were grounded yeah. in reality for a second. Yeah, but like at the same time, it was still very scary. Right. But I think, you know, they took all the wrong lessons from Resident Evil 4, which they put into five and six, and then course corrected with seven. Right. Um But yeah, I don't know. I don't because like I said. Like that was Shinji Mikami's vision through and through, and like I don't see any of that in in this trailer so far. Well, you, did you play seven or eight? I played seven. I did not play eight yet. Did was there any of that weird sort of like goofs or or, or campiness oh. in Resident Evil Seven? Yeah, there was. But it was also, that was probably the most serious of any Mm -hmm. of the Resident Evil games. Um, It was also the most different, because it wasn't about, like, zombies or the wider umbrella conspiracy. It was just about you being lost in a mansion, in, like, a trailer park, okay. basically. But there is a lot of, like, there is Resident Evil weirdness to it. I mean, in the beginning of the game, you get your hand cut off, and you reattach it yourself in a trailer park. Right. So. But. I don't know, man. Resident Evil 4 is a very special game. In the annals of gaming overall, but to me in particular, because I famously... I'm not famously. I don't own every version of Resident Evil 4, but I own most of them. I have mm. the original GameCube version, the uh, GameStop Limited Edition. I have the PS2 version. I have the Wii version, which I have in my parents' house and forgot to bring it over for this video. I have... The Switch version, yes, it is physically released on Switch. I have it I have it on Steam. I have this is it in my Steam library right here. I have <laughs> it on Xbox One. Here it is in my Xbox One library. So I've played I've played the PS4 version. I played the iPhone version of I I love this is my favorite game. So don't fuck this up. And it already looks like you're fucking it up. You're, and I'm well, mad that I have to buy a whole new system to play it. You're saying you're a uh, Resident Evil Four purists is what you're saying. I ex- I understand that it's dated in a lot of ways, and I would I would accept the argument that a more modern control scheme would benefit the game. And I think that's something that could easily be implemented in mm-hmm. like a patch or whatever. The, the whole the redo, the whole thing is like, that's a lot because Resident Evil four is like perfect. It's, it's like one of the, one of the few games I would categorize as, as close to perfect as possible. Cause everything is finely tuned and perfectly laid out and designed and like everything's there for a reason. And if you mess with that, you're messing with what the game actually is. Right. So I'm, I don't know. I don't know. They did a great job with Resident Evil 2. Um, but I don't know. I Resident Evil 4 is a different beast. That's all I'll say. Next on the list was Street Fighter 6. Now, I'm not a big Street Fighter fan, but I have to say there's like a weird, like uh like RPG looking world. Yeah, like, it's got open world elements to it for yeah. some reason. I was I was afraid and, to say open world because of the discussions we've had previously <laughs> in the <this> show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this part, like, is that a character you create? I think it's a character in the game. Like, I think it's one of the street fighters. It looks like Shedmu almost. Like, it's yeah. a 3D, like you're walking around in an environment, like talking to people and stuff. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know, man. Like, I, I know people didn't like Street Fighter V when it first came out, and, like, eventually it got patched to be better, uh, as it were, to bring it all back, but I don't know what they're doing with this. It, it like, this looks substantially different from, like, the past Street Fighter games. I I kind of, I'm kind of into it. Uh, I think it looks yeah. pretty good. Uh, there's Leffen, a it's, the it's, new character. <laughs> it's running on the Resident Evil engine, the RE engine. What? Which, yeah. which Resident Evil? The the It's the RE all, engine. It's the one the, they... All the all new all ones? All the new ones, starting with 7. Mm-hmm. Even the remakes? The remakes are, are in that too? Yeah, Re- Resident Evil 7, Village, and the remakes all run on the same engine as Street Fighter. That's probably why they included the open-world stuff because they were like, well, yeah. this is a 3D engine, so let's just have people walk Might around. Might as well, yeah. I, th- I mean, it looks pretty good. Uh, again, I'm not yeah. a big... Uh, fighting game guy but this does look very good I mean I like fighting games um, but I am not the type of person to like talk about like the intricacies of fighting games like aside from the visual flourishes of this game it looks like Street Fighter and that's all that really matters but I can't tell you like oh Chun-Li's doing like this sort of counter parry from this game and like the chip damage on uh, this character that Ryu is doing and whatnot so I don't know but that looks fun that looks like a fun game. Also of note, they changed the logo. There was yes. some previous discourse about how the logo was just in Adobe uh, asset. <laughs> yeah, and uh, they changed it. So yes. that's interesting. Yeah, it still doesn't look like a Street Fighter logo, but at least it's yeah. it's a new logo. Yeah, it kind of looks like a like a like an Adidas advertisement. Yeah, uh, but it looks cool. The characters look cool. Chun Li's yeah. got. Thicker thighs than she's ever had In her whole life Yes, Good for her And it wouldn't be a new Street Fighter game If they didn't up the thickness of her thighs Yes Uh, I guess the biggest deal was Final Fantasy 16 People were going nuts about that Coming out next year I think it's a console exclusive Uh, Street Fighter 6 and Resident Evil 4 Are coming to Xbox and PC as well But I think Mm -hmm. Final Fantasy 16 is only coming to PS5 well, people were excited about this. Uh I I, I mean I haven't I have ever been interested in Final Fantasy. I'm not gonna yeah, I start mean, now. It, it, uh, I know every Final Fantasy game is different, but like this just I have no idea what's going on, man. <laughs> yeah. I I'm I I just I'm just yeah, I'm not into this sort of I guess yeah. style of of anything. Uh <laughs> Well, I guess that was the biggest news. Uh, then there's yeah. Resident Evil Village is getting PSVR2 stuff. Yeah, they showed off a bunch of PSVR2 stuff, including Resident Evil Village, uh, Resident Evil Four remake is going to get uh, VR stuff, Horizon Call of the Mountain, they showed off Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Chapter Two, uh, and No Man's Sky, all on PSVR2. Interesting. Yes. Uh, yeah, there was also- there was a long while of psvr2 yeah. stuff yes uh they also showed off that uh cyberpunk cat game stray uh Yo. that's gonna launch in july as part of the new ps plus uh extra and premium this actually looks sick though like it i, I, I it it's does. it looks like metal gear cat like yeah like there's like s- platforming and stealth stuff like I'm, I'm super interested in this game yeah and i'm not even a cat guy no nope. but but this game actually just looks good. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I'm I'm this got me more excited for 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 cat game. Yeah, yeah. And if you have PS Plus uh, Extra or Premium, it'll be included in your membership. So that's fun. That's great.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, finally, going for the off...
0: Game Pass. Uh, yeah, getting Game Pass at the throat. Yeah. Next, they showed off uh, Marvel Spider Man is finally coming to PC this year. Uh and Miles Morales will come uh at the end of the year. Very cool. Which is cool. Uh then this was my game of the show. I don't know about any of you guys. This looks uh, sick. Roller drome? Roller drone oh looked sick. More people need to be on about Roller Drome. This game is amazing. For those for the podcast listeners, it's basically Tony Hawk's pro skater, but with rollerblades and guns. And in the art style of Mobius, not Morbius, Mobius. Mobius. Yes. The artist Mobius. Uh, it's created by the developers of Ali Ali World. So wow. that's cool. It's a radically different game for them. Yeah. But yeah, I, oh my God, I am so pumped. Like, it just looks, this is what I'm talking about. This is like awesome looking. This is a new, unique thing. Yeah. I, I, I'm, oh. I'm, I think this looks great. I was like sold yeah. on the art style alone, and then they, and then, I mean, it just looks the fucking gameplay, ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you tell people this concept, and you're like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. So, oh man, yeah. Everybody keep an eye on this. You heard it here fu- first. Wolf Den Podcast, seal of approval. Game yeah. of show. This looks fantastic. Uh Yeah uh next they showed off the Callisto protocol which was basically the creator of dead space's spiritual successor to dead space looks like dead space so yeah it looked it, it, it looked so much like dead space that i kept saying is this the dead space remake yeah and it's not but uh why are they making a spiritual successor did they lose the license or something well, no, they left the EA because they wouldn't let them make Dead Space. So uh, they went to go make their own Dead Space. And then the EA is like, hey, we're going to remake Dead Space. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. The they game lost that the we license. never cared about to begin with. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, that's cool. I'm glad they're doing their thing again. Yeah. Uh, after that was uh, Season, A Letter to the Future, a game I don't remember being part of this uh live stream (laughs) i do because i've seen it before uh i remember this game from somewhere else uh it's probably in another it's probably in another showcase yeah uh then tunic which is great it's already on game pass and it's on steam and it's on it's not on switch not Uh, yet not yet but it'll come to ps4 and ps5 in september mm -hmm. uh and lastly there's the dating sim action adventure Eternites, 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 Eternites. Eternite. Etern- now, Etern- now Eternites. Eternite. I was now. This also piqued my interest because, just shut up, Will. Because, because it's like it's how how, how you describe it. Uh, don't don't say it's a weeb game. It it's they what do they call it an action a dating, dating action sim? game yeah so yeah. it's like bayonetta, but you're dating all these girls and mm-hmm. and there's and there's there's smooching yeah there's a little smooch. you can smooch all these girls yeah it, it's it, pretty it definitely cool. next to rollerdrome it's it's definitely the more one of the more unique games that they showed off in this state of play, yeah because yeah you know, it's not very it's not every day you see an action dating game you either get action games or dating games and there were the yeah. two shall twain but here we they are, are where you could smooch all these girls and maybe a guy yeah. even <laughs> action games and dating games went on a date and this is the result yeah so that's early 2023 so honestly that's it right that this was yeah the best state of play that i've ever seen usually state yeah, of plays are cool. really bad <laughs> yeah no this was this was very good uh minor quibbles about certain remakes of games i like aside uh they showed off a lot of good stuff a lot of things fans actually want to see um sprinkled in with like cool new things here and there uh and it had roller drone so what more could you ask for have we told hannah about that awkward fascination with the game i immediately showed her the game i said watch this trailer (laughs) and her first the first thing she said back was, "Why does that guy have a penis on his arm?" Cuz there's a scene where it's like a tentacle. Yeah. You know what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh we don't need to read RE4 remake details, right? Cuz we just No, that about was art- part of the other article, yeah. All right. So, uh let's plow through some more of this French bans English words like esports. What the hell? Yeah, they they want so the French government wants to basically take words that are English uh, that they that they say in English like esports and pro gamer and live streamer and like give them f- like actual French language equivalents. So like uh, a pro gamer would be a here we go. going to speak French. <laughs> uh, Journeur professionnel. <laughs> that sounded good. Alright. And then a streamer would be a Journeur animateur en direct. So that's what I want to be referred to as from now on. <laughs> so, I... Why, though? Do they just not... Are they trying that hard to not adopt any English ever? I. I this was specifically about... Uh, this was specifically about gaming uh, terms. But it is part of a wide-ranging attempt by the French government to... Ward off, according to this article, ward off the slow invasion of slang and jargon from English-speaking worlds. That's so dumb. It's their scared attempt to preserve the French language in all aspects. That's stupid. Yeah. We say French words all the time. Rendezvous. Yeah, French fries. You know? Omelette. Omelette. I think that's French. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, also like a lot of Japanese is just English with a Japanese accent. So like, yeah. Do you think they care? They don't care. Yeah. Like, why are you? Why are you care? Yeah. It's better. It's better if we all just homogenize and just start speaking th- the same language eventually. One Earth. <laughs> One Earth. Not well, like like uh, it's not. It's not like 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 we're comfortable taking some french words too if we need to we'll say it yeah. we're, we're gonna bastardize it but you know I
1: mean, let chonk
0: yeah. <laughs> Le t- <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think that's really uh stupid and very uh closed-minded of them to to yeah. do that it, if it, it's like it's the government trying to force you to 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 change the way you speak like like just let it ha- yeah. let things happen naturally what's the problem yeah, if people are- Adopt the word esport from English, then it's esport, you know? Yeah. If if there was gonna be a French equivalent, they they would have come up with it by now. Right, right. Uh okay, so we got Prince of Persia remake delisted from stores. Oh no. Uh so I'll just summarize this real quick. Uh stores like GameStop and Best Buy are taking down the Prince of Persia re Santa Time remake. Uh, from their websites, you can no longer pre-order it anywhere. This led to rumors of cancellation, but Ubisoft is insisting that it's just being delayed. I'm I'm sure so, that it's got to be reworked or something, and they're they're gonna push it push it back a little bit. They are they are trying to get this game out. They recently switched developers; it's now being developed by uh, their Montreal
1: mm-hmm. division,
0: which did the original Prince of Persia at the time um yeah they really want this game to come out and they're doing everything they can to get it to come out but didn't a previous build leak was that a while uh, ago i think are a you really old... skull and what are you thinking of skull and bones because a build of that leaked no i could not care less about skull and bones <laughs> right it was something prince of persia like and i'm pretty sure it leaked uh but it was a it was an old thing that they pitched and didn't work out or something something like that yeah it was like a more like gritty realistic take of prince of persia mm-hmm. so well that's sad news yeah uh we also have animal crossing 2 shut down in 2061 <laughs> please explain uh, so this to basically me. They, so people were like uh, who is it a reddit post by user uh true 4863 uh seemingly shows that anyone who plays the game for another 39 years uh, or who forces their clock forward 39 years will be forced Ooh. to set their switch clock back to keep playing. So basically, uh, in uh, Animal Crossing: New Horizons, they had like you can play the the internal clock has to be set somewhere between January 1st, 20 uh, January 1st, 2000, and December 31st, 2060. Interesting. I guess the there was like a limited uh memory like you couldn't play it forever so they had to set an end date and that's what they set the end date to that's very bizarre there's a lot i mean yeah programming is a lot of weird wacky finding out what what workarounds you can do but having like a like a definitive end date seems like it seems like it probably was a not a great idea yeah um i mean by that point you'll probably be on to whatever the next animal crossing is on the next we'll all be dead the heat death of the earth will come in 2059 yeah so uh not that big of a deal just uh just an interesting little curio Mm -hmm. and lastly here we have uh more more of that more of that little sneaky golden eye remake that's coming out. Okay. So a while ago, the the achievements for the Xbox Live GoldenEye HD re-release.
1: re-release um, that's leaked, a better way were...
0: to put it. Yeah. Cool. Um the achievements were leaked and they wound up on fan sites like uh achievement hunter and whatnot. Uh, this week uh those same achievements were found on the official Xbox website. Okay. So why would why would Xbox put achievements on their official website for a game that hasn't been released yet? Yeah, no, this is definitely a thing that's happening. Yeah. <laughs> this is for sure a thing. And and they have screenshots and it looks like uh yeah. it looks like the original game. Looks pretty much untouched. Now, if you don't know the history, Rare did when they were bought by Microsoft, they did make a full golden eye remake and they were going to put it out on xbox live um for various legal reasons be it with nintendo or eon productions who own the bond license that never happened they made the perfect dark remake uh re-release instead um not too long ago the xbox live golden eye leaked online and people got it and were playing it um now it looks like it's actually i mean the rumor is it's going to actually be released in an official capacity. um. And this is the biggest clue that it might actually be happening. It, it could be a scheduled thing that maybe they were planning on doing it and they couldn't get the licensing worked out, but the scheduled post happened anyway. Um yeah. Also, it looks like it's not on the website anymore (laughs) (laughs) because they uh, found out that they messed up and they took it down. Yeah. Um, It should be noted that Xbox is going to be a part of Summer Games Fest next week, and they're going to have a a preview. They're going to have their press conference on June 12th. So that will be the time to announce it. All right. That's my guess. My guess was that the Summer Games Fest was supposed to be last week. And yeah. they scheduled or or they just miss messed up the date, uh but I think that it was scheduled and they and they and they messed it up um so yeah i would I would expect some golden eye in in, in that yeah. conference, <laughs> otherwise that's all the news, right? Yes, that's it. we're done now we can do the, the, week, the, week, the week. this is by. Beetle Moses. It's Blue from Blues Clues yelling, <laughs> hit him with the chair. And then it's Steve hitting what I think is Joe with the with the blue chair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean the red chair. Yeah. In a wrestling ring. That's uh, the that's the whole comic. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's a good one. That's all you need. Yeah. That's all you need, really. Uh all right. Flo seven nine seven. Thank you for the three months. Happy three months. Thank you. Uh Luke anton thank you for the five months. Have either of you watched The Boys? I'm also done with season two. I'm no. almost done with season two. It looks really good. Um Yeah, I just I have no time for anything anymore. <laughs> I've seen a lot of clips on YouTube of it and it looks really good. Yeah. But I It's the same died. thing the same thing with Invincible. I've seen clips, I know the memes, but have not seen the show. Right. Oh, is it new? Oh, it is does Obi-Wan come out at midnight or is it like three in the morning or something? Three in the morning. Yeah. I'll probably be up. Um, Obi-Wan and Miss mm-hmm. Marvel are are Wednesday. Oh, interesting. I, I, I used, Disney you used to do Star Wars and then Marvel. I can't do both at the same time. Right. <laughs> Don't do that again. Um, Oh, we got to do an unboxing real quick. Now, this okay. is something that we've had for a while, and I just did some cleaning and found it. So I'm sorry that it's taken <laughs> us this long to do this, but uh, we might have even shown this on the show, but I don't think I took them out of the box. So I'm going to do that now. Okay. Uh, what's this going to look like? Oh, it looks good. Uh, check it out. We got Tom Talk. They make, like, switch cases and stuff. They made uh, pro controller cases that I've been wanting Ooh. to try... Look at this guy! This so Hello. I have a pro controller case that I've had in my videos and stuff. Yeah, uh, like 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 my my uh, what's in my switch bag and stuff. And I've been interested in this because the one that I have is like like just some like crappy one that I got on Amazon, like a generic one. Yeah, like a generic one. Yeah, this one looks a lot more legit. Now this is a like it. This yeah. is a fake pro controller, <laughs> but for our. <laughs> For our purposes, it's fine. I mean that it could damage your Pro Controller. You might as well test it with a fake one first. True. This is a Oh, it's got a charge port. That's sick. Oh wow. That's that sick. Is sick. That's cool. Now, does it take any USB-C? Yep. Cool. That's really nice. that's really cool. Yeah. Uh it gives you a lot of room for the for the thumbsticks. Yeah. That's uh good. but they also have a PlayStation one. Oh. Ah. So, this is for the DualSense. So, this is a hard shell case for the DualSense, which I have right here. And it's not moving at all. It's got a pretty beefy-looking hinge there. Yeah. I like the way it latches. This is not going anywhere. It looks snug and sturdy. It is very sturdy. Yeah. Like, And there's, of course, an Xbox One. Yeah. So, I... mean, Do you need this? No. But if you're serious about your controller and you travel a lot with your controller, these are a good thing to have. I think if you are ever going to put a controller in a backpack, you want something to put it in. Yeah. Uh, especially, like, so i would say xbox control well most controllers you don't want to move the thumbsticks at all when you're not Uh using it because sometimes you'll put it in your bag and the thumbstick will get pushed one way and you remember back in the day that was really bad for controllers to like leave it upside down and have the have the thumbstick always pressing one way that was a bad thing to do um so you don't want that to happen when you're when it's in your bag Also, uh, with a Pro Controller, especially especially, that battery is going to die if you throw it in your bag. Something's always going to knock up against it. It's going to wake up for five minutes trying to search for your Nintendo Switch. It might even turn your Nintendo Switch on if you have it in the same bag. So you're going to want something to put that in. Uh, I I feel like the DualSense controller isn't going to have the same sort of issue of turning on randomly because it is a little harder to turn on a dual sense controller but the thumbsticks you still want to keep nice and nice and safe yeah Uh, so thank you TomTalk for uh, giving me cases I can now uh, use this instead of my generic case now I just have controllers on my desk Oh, (laughs) did we ever talk about this Uh, I guess we don't have to but this is the wireless retro fighters controller Ah, uh, the, the wireless. Oh, this is for Switch and PC. Oh, I gotta try this out with Nintendo Switch Online. It's the uh, Brawler sixty four, oh, the N sixty four styled uh, controller for the Nintendo Switch. So interesting. I'll have to give that a shot because I tried the original Brawler sixty four, the USB one with the Switch with Nintendo Switch Online, and it didn't. It didn't really work. Yeah. some of the buttons were messed up all right that's it for the unboxing now we'll talk to you guys real quick yes starting with people who left comments on last week's wolfden podcast over on our youtube channel youtube.com slash wolfden podcast uh i they have uh no banana suits has requested a link to the tom talk case so let me do that real quick i'll put it in the chat because i haven't i can generate an affiliate link all right you do that i'll read the comments we got uh d linton said the spam bots have arrived in your comments section oh no (laughs) i i guess we had a lot of spam in last week's comments Uh, uh yeah so so if you see a comment from us first of all we like never comment on the friggin' no. <laughs> on, on the podcast channel because we answer you here anyway. Yeah. Uh, second of all, if you see a comment anywhere about a giveaway on any of the Wolfden channels, it is fake. We we yeah. do not do giveaways in comments. We never will. I mean, never say never, but we'll probably never be doing giveaways in comments. So yeah. Uh, make sure there's a verified check next yeah. to any comment that looks like a wolf den comment mm-hmm. anyway uh all right let me let me go here also, we got a three star review on iTunes that said we say um too much, <laughs> so I'm trying not to, but it's very difficult, <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know you where
0: like you do a podcast. There you go. Okay. Uh so D Linton, uh yeah. G- Gligar Guy says, actually hope Will corrects Bob's mistakes becomes a regular segment. Uh yeah, where's that? Uh I noticed you she had no, no corrections for me this week. You you were good this week. I almost I almost got you uh <laughs> when Wood when Wood didn't know that A C D C was from Australia and then he caught himself. So that that's you did got your boys did good. Wait, this what week. do you mean? We'll see okay. we'll see. Oh, do you think they were from New Zealand? Well, no. First he said, first he made the joke, as the Australian, I got to say black and black. And then you didn't know they were from Australia. I didn't. Just disappointing. Uh, And then Wood, like, doubted himself for a second. Ah, And then he's like, yeah. So if you want to get technical, Malcolm and Angus Young and Bon Scott are from Scotland and Brian Johnson's from England, but they all just live in Australia. Um, But they are considered an Australian institute. Oh, so how could you be mad at me for not knowing that? (laughs) They're not even from there. Uh, Uh, Keyholes says, I'm intrigued by all the new Windows handhelds coming out, but this still feels like the early adopter stage, and I'm happy to sit back and wait for things to be perfected. They all feel like they're in their original chunky Nintendo DS phase. I'm hoping the DS Lite stage is coming next. Yeah, that's a good point. (laughs) Funny you say that. We we gotta start talking about. I gotta start bringing the emulator news uh, here. Yeah, uh, retro game corpse. Uh, there there's a new Pal Kitty device that's coming out that looks like a GPD Win or a GPD XD, which looks like a Nintendo DS. So yeah. If you're looking for the for the DS style, uh, you might get it soon, but yeah, no. I mean, all of these little handheld devices, these these wacky, weird Chinese and Hong Kong devices. Uh, <laughs> what would you call a Hong Kong, like like Chinese, like like if it's from China, it's Chinese. If it's from Hong Kong, yeah, it's Hong Kong. Well. I mean, right? This is where you get into trouble because China says they own Hong Kong. They don't. So, so let's let's keep going here. <laughs> we don't have any uh uh, yeah. uh Chinese sponsors. We can say whatever the fuck we <laughs> want. <laughs> Hong Kongen? says, "My friend from Hong Kong, Hong Kongen. Okay. I've never heard that before. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, a lot of these devices from that are Chinese or Hong Kongan, um, they, uh, they, 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 there's always something wrong, and 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 yeah, they are in their like early adopter stage. There's always something going on, and they keep getting closer and closer, but they're still not there. Anyway, no. oh now everybody's talking about the the situation in Hong Kong. All right, they ch, ch, China is being really oppressive to, to Hong Kong. Wants freedom from from China, and they're they're not they're yeah. not giving up. Um, they they want independence, and it's not it's it, it's not yeah. working out too good. Uh. F- anyway, next next comment, uh, Alejandro Quinones. The nerd time. Technically, Anakin is still the chosen one. Luke functions as sort of a catalyst in helping Anakin and Vader. In Return of the Jedi, Vader is redeemed by his son and defeats, until the sequels, the Emperor, in turn saving the galaxy. Uh, that's a good point. Uh, it was Anakin who ultimately defeats Palpatine at the end. So He's still the chosen one. He just went down uh the dark a dark path for a little bit before his son could uh right the <laughs> ship as it were for a little bit like yeah. like 23 years <laughs> 23 years yeah <laughs> no yeah no that's a good point that's a good point cuz yeah. he is the guy who killed palpatine and palpatine was yeah. the real the real bad guy the whole time he, he he did what he was supposed to do it just took a really long and unfortunate time to get there it also just so happened that the chosen one had to slaughter like thousands of people in those 23 years yeah. so kind of sucks for the yeah. chosen one to have to do that but you know well i mean the less the lesson of the prequels was don't believe chosen one myths because they never go the way you want them to what? Hmm. anyway uh that's it uh let's talk to yes. the chat real quick and then we're out of here Yes. Uh, Shadowbender says, you've got to pronounce ACDC like an Australian. Do you know how they pronounce it in Australia? No, but I, I feel like I'm going to hate it. <laughs> akadaka. No, they don't. They do. It's Akadaka. How come Wood didn't? Was he trying to speak I don't... English? <laughs> I don't think he's really Australian. <laughs> oh, you think he's faking it the whole time? <laughs> that guy, uh, Liam, who's the Curse to Golf guy, Yes. Uh, I, I did not know what his accent was. And I was like, I think he's Australian. I don't know. And then, and then he he's Wood. English, but he lives in Japan. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so. would, would immediately was like, what, it? what are you speaking right now? <laughs> uh, did you tell Will that you're cheating on him with another podcast? He figured it out on his own. We're in an, we're in an open podcast relationship. <laughs> yes. What is it is. Otaku Sam says Joy Cons are gonna work on Mac. I know. I did see that. I yes. yes. I'm interested. I'm interested in that. I only watched like a summary of the of the developer conference. I didn't watch like the whole two hour thing because who's got time for that? I want to so, see the I gaming stuff. stuff. I'm interested yeah. in the gaming stuff because I mean M1s are super powerful and and I'm disappointed that there's not a lot of games I could that could utilize the the my M1 chip. I mean, when we think of video games, we think of like you know, video games. We think of like AAA video games, but like whenever Apple shows off a video game, it's always either something older or it's an iOS game that they ported over to Mac. It's not the same, right? Tunic it was it ran great. It, it broke the first yeah. time I opened it, but then it ran it ran great. And and it's Steam, so my save file transfers and everything is great. Yeah. Uh Chris BX is funny. I was actually thinking of putting together an, um, anyway, compilation video from, from headline transitions. Oh God. Oh yeah. Because at <laughs> the end of because Chris does the frigging, uh, timestamps and every time we're done with the, with the topic, we give an, um, cause we don't know.
1: Cause yeah. we're done
0: and we don't know how to just be quiet for a second and move on. <laughs> They show Resident Evil Village running on a native M1. Yes, uh, yeah, I I saw that. That was cool. It's like the first game that's like actually utilizing more modern game. Yeah, yeah, in a real way. Uh, My Steam file saves cross Mac and Windows for Vampire Survivors. It's the best thing ever. That is, I don't, I don't know that game. Steam is very good about, uh, you know, transferring your saves over from the cloud. So i wish nintendo was yeah why does vampire survivors look like age of vampires is it a vampire themed rts no it's like a top-down like like horde it's like a top-down horde game oh didn't we talk about this game a while ago i feel like this game is familiar Never heard of this game before in my life. Vampire Spaceland inspired roguelike twin stick shooter with only one stick. What the Interesting. fuck? Oh, I guess you just move in the direction that you're gonna shoot in. Yeah. It's like the top down game of the last two months. Oh. Oh, so it's pretty new. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. All right, Edward really wants to talk about Sega uh, c- considering uh, Dreamcast and Saturn Mini, but is worried about extreme it's... costs. Uh, I guess they, w- they were going to make that instead of the Genesis 2 Mini, but because of the cost, they didn't. I think a Dreamcast Mini would be fucking sick. I mean, don't underestimate Sega Saturn nostalgia. Like, that's pretty big. I think a lot of... I think I heard somebody else talking about this, and they said a lot of the uh, Dreamcast games have already gotten HD ports, so yeah, it wouldn't be hard for them to just put them on a mini console. Yeah, I would, I would love a Sega Genesis, or I'm sorry, Mega Drive, two mini. If they put yeah. Burning Burning Rangers on there, I want to. Yeah. Oh, no, that was a Saturn game. I would buy a Saturn Mini if they put Burning Rangers on there because I've been trying to play that game and it's very hard to emulate, so I haven't really been able yeah. to. Because I want to play some Sega Saturn games and there's like not a lot. There's like barely any know. good there's, Sega Saturn games. There's not games. a lot. There's not a lot. It's very <laughs> difficult to emulate. Um, actual Sega Saturn uh, games and hardware go for an exorbitant amount of money because it wasn't a very popular system at the time. So, yeah, hopefully they you know, Sega acknowledges the Saturn and starts re-releasing some Saturn games. Okay. All right, we're done. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, the Wolfden podcast is every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on twitch.tv slash Wolfden. If you can't make the show for any reason at all, we always put it up as an archive version over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Wolfden podcast. So go check us out over there on demand whenever you want. If you prefer to listen to us rather than watch us, you can do that as well. We're also an audio podcast on anchor.fm slash Wolfden podcast and your preferred podcast service of choice. But no matter where you get this show from folks, please be sure to subscribe to like, subscribe, rate, and review us because that helps us with placement on all of those respective platforms. Almost, almost got you there. Almost a yeah. little trip up there. Sunburn's really getting to me. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, I'm very busy i uh ha- i'm working on two big projects right now so i haven't really been streaming uh and i don't know when i'm gonna stream again because i'm still i uh, my videos is gonna be late this week probably uh i'm working on a lot of things so who knows but uh keep it locked here at twitch.tv slash wolf put the notifications on you might see me pop up randomly one of these days uh thank you for watching guys i don't have i guess we'll just rate aj like we always do there you go uh thanks for being here guys and we'll see you next time goodbye bye